Hey, hey, welcome to Coffee and Devotions this Tuesday morning. This is May 12th, and this is where every morning on the weekends, at, on the weekdays at 9 a.m. and on the weekends before my kids wake up, we work through just a little bit of the Bible together, and this year, 2020, we'll work through all the Gospels. Well, this morning we find ourselves at Matthew chapter 26. Matthew chapter 26, and we'll be reading this morning verses 26 through 29. So Matthew 26, verses 26 through 29. Let's go ahead and grab our coffee and jump into God's Word. Matthew 26, beginning at verse 26. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks. And gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Well, let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you for the historical truths that we find therein. Lord, we pray, Father, that you would not just let us know that these things truly happen, but that they truly matter today. We pray, Father, that you would teach us by them and that you would open our eyes and let our hearts grasp on to the truth. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we always start ourselves off with our ABCs, right? Our Bible ABCs. A, what is this about? B, what is the best verse to summarize this section? And C, what are we called to do in response to the text? So uh, this morning, we need to ask ourselves, what is this about? So it is the story that Matthew is telling of the historical event of the Last Supper, So this is the night before Jesus is betrayed. Jesus is there. He's at the Last Supper, and he is eating with his disciples. And Jesus, what does he do? Well, we know this well. If you're familiar with the Bible or you come to church and you take communion, this is often what's told again and again, right? Jesus establishes the covenant in his body and blood, Right, so if I was to write in my Bible, in the margin of my Bible, I might write down, Jesus establishes the new covenant. Right, Jesus establishes the new covenant. Now that is a theological loaded word right there, covenant. It's very interesting that Jesus says in verse 28, for this is my blood of the new covenant, right? That idea of a new covenant. This is what what God had prophesied about in the Old Testament, that there was going to come a day when he was going to bring about a new covenant, when he was no longer going to have his law written on tablets of stone, but written on the tablets of our hearts. And so Jesus here is saying that covenant is in his person, in his body, in his blood. And so no longer, if we went through the book of Hebrews, oh, we can get into this for a long time. In the book of Hebrews, we could see that Jesus is the priest of that new covenant. We can see that Jesus is the prophet of our new covenant. We can see that Jesus is the king of the new covenant. It is about Jesus and the, and the covenant is in 
his blood, right? It's by his blood that he redeemed us. It's in his blood that he washes us. It's in his blood that he saved us. And so what a beautiful sign that this is for the Christian, that there is a covenant of grace and that God himself in the flesh established that covenant. So again, Jesus, just like we've been looking at, Jesus knows what's going to happen. Jesus has an eye towards the cross. Jesus knows where he's going to go. He knows he's not going to eat again with his disciples. And so it's clear Jesus knows what he's doing and he is the one who is establishing the terms and fulfilling the terms of the covenant. So uh, what would you underline or highlight in your Bible as the best verse? What would you in your Bible highlight as the best verse? I'd love to hear what you would do. Write down in the comments. Let me know. Uh, What would you underline in your Bible as the best verse to summarize this section? Well, um, this is a hard one. (laughs) Right, because there's some pretty clear teaching here, uh, and it's all one chunk. So, hmm, I think I'm going to underline verse 28, but by all means, you might do something different. You might want to highlight verse 26 about Jesus' body being broken, or you might want to highlight verse 29 where Jesus is is prophesying that he's going to come again. And, and, and that's true, right? We've been looking at that in the previous sections, that Jesus was going to come again, uh, and we would drink it new with him in his Father's kingdom. Right? We're still waiting for that day, but it's going to come. It's going to come. Well, the question that we have to ask ourselves as we wrap up our time together, as we, as we try to take this from its historical context and bring it to our personal application, is what does this mean for my life today? How does this passage that was written to first century people translate into 21st century life? Well, there's a whole lot of ways we could do this. Uh, there's, I don't know how this is going to impact some of you. For some, it means, oh, I got to tell you, as a pastor, I cannot wait for the day that the church is all together again and we get to take communion together. Uh, that's not going to be too long now, Lord willing. We have a phasing plan and then uh, in a few weeks, I think it's in one five, six weeks, I think we'll be getting together for communion again to show the visible body of Christ and to remember and, and to sup at his table. And I'm really excited about that. For me, I'm going to be praying that that day will come. Um, for some of you, maybe it's been a long time since you have remembered to confess your sins, right? Remember what First John chapter 1, 8 and 10 say, right? That if we confess our sins... He, Jesus, is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all of our unrighteousness. Maybe for some of you, you need to remember that it is Jesus who you need to go to and confess your sins. And as your high priest, in his blood, he will cleanse you from your sins. Maybe for some of you, you've had a self-worth issue lately and you have thought that you aren't very valuable and you need to remember that it was at the very 
blood and body of Jesus that was offered up to redeem you, right? And that redemption was more valuable than with gold and silver, but with the very blood of Jesus Christ himself, that he fixed his eyes upon the cross with you in mind. Maybe you need to just thank the Lord that he cares for you and he loves you and that he's bringing you or has brought you into his kingdom. I don't know what it is going to be for you. I'm excited to see how this plays out in your life and what God is calling you to think about, to pray about, to rejoice about, to repent of. I don't know. Feel free to shoot me a message if you'd like, and, and i love to talk to you about it. Well, let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for letting us know the historical truth of our King and Savior and Priest and Prophet, Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for the willing sacrifice that he was. Lord, like a lamb led to the slaughter. Father, we thank you that you sent your only begotten Son to wash us from our sins, to bring us into your kingdom, to love us as your children. What a great grace. What a huge gift you have given. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I pray God blesses you today and he gives you peace. See ya.